Welcome to Nexus Podcast with, with my dad. I'm your host, and I'm Coco. This will change your life. Hey, what's up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimley, and you're tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to share an observation that I've seen with my daughter that I think highlights a very important fact about life, about how our nervous system functions, and what that means for your health, for your well-being, for your vitality, and for your ultimate success inside of every single aspect of your life. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast, where I talk about an interesting revelation from my daughter and how that shine light on what it means to be healthy, to be successful, and to truly heal. I hope you enjoy. All right, Nexus family. So here's what I want to talk about is before I get into the story of Coco, uh, I got to share with you a quick story. One of my friends sent me a video of this guy named Zach Bush, who you've heard me talk about before on this podcast. And Zach Bush is someone who's super influential in the world of natural healing. Um, and this guy has like ridiculous credentials in terms of doing, he was a cancer researcher and very traditional like medical doctor route, and then completely changed up everything that he was doing as he started to learn more about the medicines that he was prescribing and ultimately researching um, and has figured out a little bit more about how humans heal. And in my opinion, takes a very God approach to we're given gifts within us to heal from our heal from the inside out uh, without the health help of anything external to us. And so here's what Zach talks about is he talks about as doctors, a lot of times doctors will talk like there's this woman who's a 48 year old breast cancer patient. And this is a direct quote from his video, by the way. So he says, there's a woman who's a 48 year old breast cancer patient. And he's like, realistically, it's a 48 year old woman that is expressing the stress and isolation at a cellular level because of her disconnection from her greater nature and she has lost identity at a cellular level. Now, he goes on and he talks about how basically cancer, any kind of cancer is a symptom of isolation of a cell at a cellular level. When a cell gets isolated from the cells around it, what will happen is that cell will start to reproduce or replicate itself abnormally, which then creates cancer. And so when we talk about cancer, cancer is actually a symptom. So the question then would be like, well, where does it come from? Well, it comes from isolation and it comes from, I love that he used the word stress. It comes from isolation isolation, and it comes from stress. Now, what in the world does this have to do with cocoa? It has everything to do with cocoa. So as a parent, one of the things I've noticed, especially recently, is this girl requires a ton of our attention, a ton of our time. She always wants to hang out with me. She always wants to play with me. She always wants me to be doing whatever it is that she's doing. And what I notice with her time and time and time and time again is that if I am having a conversation with Heather or if I am having a conversation with someone else and she wants my attention, she will start to act as erratically as she needs to, completely out of character for her in order to get my attention. Now, what does this mean? For for her, it could be throwing stuff on the floor. It could be throwing a tantrum. It could be screaming. It could be uh, saying things that she knows she's not supposed to say or singing songs that she knows she's not supposed to sing or getting into things that she knows she's not supposed to get into. The list could go on and on and on and on and on. The question is, is like, why does she do it? She does it because she starts to feel a sense of isolation from the very people who keep her comforted and keep her healthy and keep her safe and keep her protected. So then if we extrapolate, if we think as Coco is like one cell in the human body and Heather and I are other cells in the human body, she operates perfectly fine as long as she feels connected to the conversation, as long as she feels connected to the parents, as soon as she starts to feel disconnected, she starts to act out. And this is exactly how our bodies operate. Now, what does this have to do with you? 
It has everything to do with your nervous system and the way that your brain functions. And so you are no stranger to hearing me share this on the podcast is that your frontal cortex of your brain is your the part of your brain that is responsible for you feeling connected to other people. It's responsible for your emotional intelligence. It's responsible for your ability to be empathetic, to be able to connect with another human being on a deep and significant level. And so when we talk about what creates health or what creates disease or what are symptoms versus causes, then we have to look at no further than Zach Bush saying it best is that stress of isolation. There is a stress that comes from feeling isolated. It can be feeling isolated from yourself. It could be isolated from your friends. It could be isolated from your family members. It doesn't matter where the isolation comes from, but the stress of isolation will create further isolation and stress at a cellular level. So this is the interesting thing is that so many people show up into our office and they show up with issues. They have high blood pressure. Let's just use the example of high blood pressure for just a second. When we start talking to them, they're like, yeah, the medication doctor put me on medication. I have it under control. The problem with that is this, is that as soon as they stop taking the medication, the high blood pressure comes back. Why? Because the high blood pressure is a symptom It is a symptom. And what is it a symptom of? Stress. We know that adrenaline, cortisol, norepinephrine, the three stress hormones actually increase our heart rate and increase our blood pressure. It's the first two things that those stress hormones do. So why is this important? Is because if we don't look at stress, if we don't look at isolation, if we don't look at what happens during the physiology of a stress response, and we will completely miss the boat on everything that we know about what someone is experiencing inside of their lives. If we go to a conversation of diabetes for a second, we know that stress hormones increase blood sugar levels. Long-term increased blood sugar levels leads to insulin resistance, which leads to diabetes, type two diabetes. And so the question then becomes is like, is the diabetes, like what caused it? Was it eating bad food or was it because you were chronically in a stressed out state, which by the way, eating bad food actually causes a stress response in the system in the first place. And so there are all these places that we can link these up. The thing that I love is like when Zach Bush is talking about breast cancer is one of the things that we got to understand about breast cancer is like all cancer cells are fed by sugar. What happens during a stress response? We increase blood sugar levels. Cortisol is dumped into the system so we can put quick, easy energy into the bloodstream. That quick, easy energy into the bloodstream is sugar via cortisol. So when we increase cortisol levels, we increase blood sugar levels. Of course, it's going to feed cancer cells and those stress hormones shut off the frontal cortex of the brain. The frontal cortex of the brain, like I just shared with you, is responsible for your ability to stay connected. So the question then becomes, is like, is chiropractic care and the care that I get to provide in my office and the care that Dr. Taylor gets to provide in my office and that so many other chiropractors get to provide, are we, are we only there to get someone out of pain? And the answer to that question has to be no, because what we know is that every single time we adjust someone, we are waking up their brain to create a new level of connection, a new level of connection to self a new level of connection to the people around them, a new level of connection between the cells within the system. And so what I'm saying is that some of these things, many of these things, we know that 95% of all disease, 95% of all disease, I'm gonna say it one more time, 95% of all disease is lifestyle induced, is lifestyle induced. It's not hereditary. Some people would link it up as hereditary. I'll give you a perfect example of this. In my family, on my dad's side, people tend to be a little bit overweight. 
which is fine. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. It is what it is. But then my grandma would always say, well, being overweight ran in the family, except for my grandma forgot that her grandma or her mom taught her how to eat. And then my grandma taught my dad how to eat. And my dad taught me and my brother how to eat. And at some level, we, I decided that there was going to be a different path and it completely changed. It's not because it runs in the family. A lot of these things don't run in the family. It's just habits that you pick up that run in the family. And then those things end up being called genetic or hereditary, or it just runs in the family. When realistically, we know about epigenetics and we all have the genes for every single cancer, for every single disease, for every single, they just get expressed in some people and not in other people because they're like light switches that get turned off or turned on based on what? Based on the decisions that we make inside of our lives. So I share this with you because think back to the story of Coco, right? Is like all she needs is attention. Like as soon as Heather and I give her some attention and she feels connected again, the symptom of her acting crazy goes away, completely goes away. Why? Not because we address the symptom of her throwing stuff on the ground, but because we address the cause of her feeling isolated in the first place. And the same thing is true with chiropractic care. Every single time that we put an input, that we put a vibration into the joints of your spine, we are literally through all the science, what we know is we are waking up the frontal cortex of your brain. This does a good number of things. One, it turns off the stress response. Two, it turns on healing in the body. Three, it allows you a place of more connection. It allows you a place of more empathy. It allows you a place of more emotional intelligence. These are the things that we are really after when we are helping someone. Because not only do we know that it will positively influence their physiology and help prevent 95% of the lifestyle diseases that are out there, but it will also allow people a place of ease and a new place of ability to create whatever results they want inside of their lives. And my friends, I couldn't share anything that's more powerful with you on this episode than this is like, you are not broken. You've never been broken. It's a matter of how isolated are you? Are you disconnected from nature? Are you disconnected from yourself? Are you disconnected from the people around you who you supposedly love? And if the answer to that question is yes, then you have to start making decisions that will put you back in line with connecting to those things. One of the most important ways, I would argue the most important way to start to connect back to the people that you love is to make sure that you are well adjusted from a chiropractic standpoint, because if you don't address your brain, you will completely miss the very thing that controls your connection in the first place. Meaning that you can't meditate your way out of it. You can't just build healthy relationships. Like sure, those things will work, but you have to address your brain because your brain controls, your brain controls your body being stuck in that fight or flight or in that rest and digest state. Your brain controls your body being in that, I wanna connect to someone or I wanna punch them in the face and kill them state. And literally, if your body is stuck in a stressed out state, then every single time you're looking for a threat, you're looking for the negative, you're looking for the thing that's scary and bad, and it creates more anxiousness and anxiety, and it decreases your ability to be connected, which decreases your cellular ability to be connected, just like Zach Bush talked about. My friends, that's all I have for you on this episode. I ask one thing from you, and that is this, is that to find how to connect back to yourself, back to the people that you love, back to nature. And in my opinion, it starts with one thing, that's chiropractic care. Love you, appreciate you. I'll come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. 
If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.